folks, welcome to the Long Shot Podcast. This is a very special episode where we discuss contracts, tuxedos, the weather, advice, doing what you love, and sociopaths. No, no, not sociopaths. People who, what, what did we talk about? Narcissists. I'm not good at this. Watch the show. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Good evening, good morning, and good night. You are listening to Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy. With me today on the show, almost no one. <laughs> the sole survivor, That's of course. That's my new nickname. <laughs> almost no one. The sole survivor, of course, Amber Kenny. <laughs> Hello. Just Amber and myself today. Yeah. Folks, you are in for a treat. Brace yourself. We don't know what we're What happened for. to this show, Amber? It's falling apart. Just four episodes in, and the show has become well, a disaster. we've all become incredibly busy. Mm-hmm. You are very busy with work. I'm busy. I'm working 13 hours a day, five to six days a week, working some the seventh day, and on the eighth day, I rest, which means... <laughs> You never do. I have not rested. Yes. And Jamie's busy and I've been traveling. Jamie just is disorganized. <laughs> and I've been traveling. Yes. So yeah. No comment on Jamie's disorganization. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I have no idea why Jamie isn't here today. I, I, it might've been in one of the emails, but I, I don't either. keep up. I'm sure it's just something with his family. You know, like, oh, we're having a brunch, Jamie. Come over. You know, that kind of thing. I knew you were going to do an offensive Jewish voice. (laughs) That's offensive or truthful? Can it be both? Sure. Um, So this was a good episode. We missed missed last week. That bummed me out. You know, I showed up. I was telling you. That's right. You came to my house when I wasn't here. I I don't have good. When I had only sent like 50 texts saying, do not come to my house. I got off a plane. And my parents picked me up and just proceeded to pump me full of beer. So I but was. But why would they do that? They're picking you up from the airport. That's the time they decide to come in and spend time at a bar. Yeah. At the airport. No, no, no. We they picked me up and we went. Oh, you went out to dinner somewhere. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So I was, I was just like, like, yeah, we're in we're in short term parking, so <laughs> let's have a couple shots, but let's not tanks. do a long term drinking thing. <laughs> well, um. I mean, I'll, I'm doing this in reverse order right now, but I had gotten, I left my hotel at 4 a.m. This is like the movie Memento. <laughs> and I got off the plane here Pacific time, like 11, and we just like immediately started drinking. And I kept waiting for my parents who are 11 the, at night? A.m. Oh, 11 a.m. <laughs> okay. So I you kept, guys are day drinking at this point. I kept point. waiting for my parents to like, who are in their mid 60s, like call it a day. And they're like, we should get another picture. I'm like, Oh my God, where were you? First, we were just uh, at Redondo Beach, just having lunch. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, we should get to my neighborhood before we hit traffic. And I thought they would be like, well, it was nice seeing you. And they're like, let's go out. (laughs) And I found a bar that I wanted to take them to. And and then I was like, it's not open because it's 2 (laughs) p.m. What bar was it? Um, I've never been to the Thirsty Crow. Oh, yeah. So I, I wanted to take them. It's in my neighborhood. We ended up going to the Red Lion and just having picture after picture. After There's picture. the crow. So cool, man. They they give you $2 tall boys 
in a paper bag. That's how hipster it is. Get it like poor people? I wouldn't know. Poor people drink in a paper bag because they're drinking on the street. That's what they serve you at the Thirsty Crow, those motherfuckers. Okay. Um, so anyway, I was really drunk and just got off a plane and I was like, yeah, lots of so messages. you couldn't read your text. Well, they were like, yeah, I get it. A lot of reminders about today's recording. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't fully reading right. it. And so I drove here and I was like, I should look at these text messages again. Mm. And they were all like, don't come. It is canceled. I was like, oh, so I did. Yeah, a I really turn. thought, I mean, I said, let's make it my apartment. That way I can say at 730, I can go. We got to get out of here, but it just didn't work out. Like I had mm. too much to do, so I had to stay at work. I think I was at work that night until midnight. Ugh. But I don't get in until ten in the morning, so that's, that's only nice. you know what is that twelve hours something like that? No, fourteen hours. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say it's definitely more than twelve hours. <laughs> I'm very tired. We all are. Uh, but yeah, that that. Uh, so we missed last week because of that, right? It was totally my fault for not setting up at Jamie's place in the first place. Um, so I apologize to we everybody. We should record at my house at one point. We should. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's I, do that. My Let's whole house it. looks like we're a bunch of college boys. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Who do you live with? Uh, Barbara Gray and Whitney right. Tubner. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like those guys. Mm-hmm. They're good guys. Um, I, uh, yeah, so the show's falling apart. I also, <laughs> well, I'm just we, looking we at. We keep forgetting that we're recording. We're I know, just there's, like only, there's only, <laughs> just the two of us here, so there's nobody like Jamie to fill the space. Oh, wait, oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> we love you, James. Uh, I yeah. love you, James. I'll use I statements. I have. Uh, you guys mixed, are like best friends now. It's so mixed, cute. Mixed feelings. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to mention is that I did see somewhere that somebody was like, you know, there's been this controversy about the new opening for the show. Oh, people yeah. People like the music. They don't like the music. It doesn't fit. Whatever, Some whatever. Some people don't have feelings either way. Yeah, those people are not passionate about life, <laughs> you know? Hemingway said, no, I don't know. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, I don't know. He said, give me another one. Um, <laughs> no, he said, I'll have another. It was a shorter sentence than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I... Uh, I did see somewhere that somebody was like, Sean didn't adjust his intro to the music. You didn't know that the music was changing. Uh, That's what I want to make clear. (laughs) It's like, Jamie recorded my intro and then fucking shafted me in the back. Well, yeah, not to be too uh, insider baseball Mm -hmm. how the sausage is made, but when you record that intro... I love those baseball sausages. (laughs) Well, it kind of makes sense. No, absolutely. Um... But when you record those intros, there isn't music being played live. No. That's layered later. Right. So, so, so I had nothing to do with that. I would have happily adjusted. It was what Jamie's. What would you have changed it to? I don't know because I don't even remember what the music was, mm. but it was absolutely not <laughs> old timey <laughs> radio announcer voice music. Yeah. It was like let's 80s just, let's lounge music. Let's, let's you know? hear some. It was like 80s lounge music. Like. I don't know, but hey, welcome to it the wasn't like I was listening shit. to the music and going, fuck it. I'm going to do the same thing anyway. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm losing my <laughs> we're, voice. We're falling apart as God. individuals as well. I sound like, you know, who's, you know, whose voice sounds fucked up to me now, by the way, John Hamm. Have you heard him doing those Mercedes oh, commercials? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he has like polyps like, going on or there's <laughs> something bad. I am. I'm worried about tea. him. I'm like, John, Jesus, take a break. We you get know? it. You have a very deep voice. Yeah, but, but it's like it sounds scratchy <laughs> right. now. It sounds like he's, you know. What what product is it? Uh, I think it's Mercedes Benz. And he's like, Drive the Mercedes Benz. 
I'm like, what happened to the it's sexiest like man alive? Like his downfall is mirroring Don Draper's downfall, you know? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I did get paid, by the way. Congrats. I wanted to mention that. Yeah, Can I just... Can I borrow it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do have so many people I have to pay money back to. Uh, I bet. Um, but it was really interesting. I got paid on, I think, Thursday or Friday. I got nine weeks worth of... Oh, my god! Sorry, eight weeks. I had gotten one check somewhere along the way, but I got eight weeks worth of checks. Um, but here's what was interesting about it to me is that for the first six weeks or so, mm-hmm. it was literally like listening to someone pretend to do double talk when I asked about my money. Whoa, it was pretend like, to do double it was talk? Like, well, the people... there's <laughs> I don't... If you there's I, there's a problem with it. if I called them Corporate and they said, said yeah that there's the payroll, and then so if the you papers I don't know, have to be filed yeah, I don't know what's and it's just like what just fucking tell me you know yeah, yeah, it reminded yeah, yeah. me of when I used to be a school teacher uh-huh. and I would get a kid who had been in a fight with somebody and I'd be like tell me what happened they'd be like well yo the, comrade the, the, <laughs> my cousin he be told he told me and, and I'm Are like you doing stop the intro it. right now <laughs> yeah. But like, it just, it was the same thing. It was just bullshit, 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 bullshit. Then at some point it was, and this is somebody who works for my show, not somebody who works for corporate Mm -hmm. says to me on a Friday, we got your contract. As soon as you sign that, you're all set. You'll get all your money. So now. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. No, no, no. What I'm saying is. They starve you for two months, then give you the worst contract imaginable oh, right, and right, go, right. as soon as you get this, as soon as you sign this, you'll be right. set. Did you send it to your brother to look over? Exactly. You know me well. I sent it to my brother. You know, what he, you know what he said? You know what he, <laughs> he emailed me back and he goes, he what just said, shit is this? No, he goes, contracts like this make me want to punch people in the face. He says that about a lot of contracts or am I having deja vu? This might be the same story I already told. <laughs> I probably told this story already on here, but where it's just like you are now my indentured servant. Yeah, like you You'll work here for, for perpetuity every... throughout the universe and all other universes you that might never ever be say discovered. Anything bad yeah, about yeah. us. Um, and he was we like, will "Never get a raise." My brother was like, "Look, you know, there's a few things I want you to get changed. You have leverage, which is how long can you hold out without getting paid? <laughs> so, you know." As soon as you You're absolutely like need rags, money, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to death. I'm selling matches on the street corner. <laughs> please, matches, matches. Please, sir, can I have some more? Oh, John Ham, here. Would you like some matches, sir? <laughs> yes. Um, that was my John Ham impression. But uh, so he said. So he said these are the things I want changed, and I sent uh-huh. it back to them. And but I just thought that was so fucked up. Like right. it's just such a blatant strong arming that goes on, right. you know. Because I'm just a dude. Like a lot of these guys who are writers have wives and families right. and mortgages. You know, I just need to buy liquor and weed. You know, I don't. <laughs> what has happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about anything. Um, and then. Shaka bra. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, finally I signed it. So I got I got paid and now I'm like going on crazy buying sprees. Is that why you're wearing that top hat? <laughs> yes. My monocle is new. <laughs> the ascot bags. I had, but I had to right, get it dry right, right. cleaned. Is that pure gold? Yes. Everything? It's a pure gold <laughs> ascot. And the hat is very heavy. <laughs> it's a good workout. 
Um, and then the other the other part of the whole show thing is that I am going crazy. I'm going crazy. I really am. <laughs> bonkers? Like bonkers, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say bonkers. I'm going bonkers. <laughs> Could I get that as my ringtone, Jorge? <laughs> I'm going bonkers. I'm going bonkers. I'm going bonkers. Let me see who this is. <laughs> oh, um... Why are you going bonkers? <laughs> well, because I'm working on so many different things at the same time. We're doing 10 episodes of the show. I've, when does I've it said air? It's not going to air until 2014, like probably, it seems probably like a year be, from now. To me to be working so hard and long for something that like, it, no, in I know my what head you're it feels like yeah. the due date should be tomorrow. Because the thing is, it's animation and it's oh. hand drawn animation. So it takes so long. Right. And one of the guys who so created you're just the show, doing topical jokes, right? <laughs> one of the guys who who created the show is like super. He's very much a perfectionist, very much a control freak, and very much uh, second guesser. So he's constantly changing it's not, everything. It's not like an efficient, and he's the stuff. one who is the animator. He's the guy who draws everything. He designs all the you know. So once they go into the animation phase it gets even crazier. Like it gets even tighter schedule wise. I have a question about how <coughs> animated shows work and this might not be all of them, but you could only speak to the one, you know, like right. when you are outlining things, do mm -hmm. you all, are there also sketches being done or are you just doing the writing? <laughs> That's writing? funny that you say that because one thing that is a pain in the ass is mm -hmm. that two of the guys in the room are animators and they sit there and pass drawings back and forth instead of listening to what we're talking about. Mm. And I'm like, it's like fucking high school, you know? <laughs> I'm like, guys, we're trying to break a story point here. Yes, that's a hilarious looking like character. Like dragon. If, you know, if the, if the dentist had that big of an over, overbite, wouldn't that be hilarious, yeah. you know? It's ironic, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but so there is some of that. And those drawings get put up on the wall sometimes if they're particularly amusing. Um, but I mean, like, so you guys all know you're on the same page about what a character. Yeah, looks we have like all or... the characters up on the wall. That wasn't true all the way through, mm -hmm. but just recently, within the last couple of weeks, they put up about twenty five or thirty characters. That's on a the lot wall. of characters. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of characters in the show. But the episodes are only eleven minutes long, but so much is packed into those episodes. And right now, we're working on outlines for episodes five and six, scripts for episodes three and four rewrites of episodes one and two and so much happens in each of those episodes i mean i literally wake up in the morning and go to bed at night going but what if this happens but what if this happens what if this happens what if uh. there's a prominent character on the show who is the sheriff of the town mm -hmm. and i had a dream last night in which i was in a store and the sheriff was behind the counter and then tom lennon came in <laughs> as his character from reno 911 <laughs> like i'm literally going crazy you're going bonkers i'm going bonkers <laughs> But my mind is just racing yeah. all the time. It never stops. I can't get it. You to should stop. meditate. Shut up. <laughs> this is fun. Um. Okay, so I'm just looking at my list here, okay. uh, and I, didn't I know you have so much. I didn't written understand. Down. I didn't understand what I wrote. Uh, so what's going on with you, Amber? <laughs> and I'm not trying to look disinterested that was that <laughs> that was an accident but just a nice coincidence mm -hmm. <laughs> i uh well i was saying that i got off the airplane on monday i was in rochester new york for my good friend tim i know tim i know you do uh tim's wedding he married melissa and uh i don't know melissa 
You will. Sure. I don't know. Who knows? That's the first time you've ever said you didn't know someone. What about that, huh? Boom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going bonkers. Um, And it was lovely. It was upstate New York. I was hoping to see more um, leaves color change because I don't Mm -hmm. get that. I'm a California girl. Right. And I think I was like a week early. Yeah. It was too soon. Yeah. Too soon? Yes. (laughs) Um, But it was so nice. It was really, really warm the first two days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're talking about weather. (laughs) Sure. Then it got a little cooler, maybe. (laughs) I'm so interested. (laughs) The most interesting was very warm. Then it cooled (laughs) off a little. Then it warmed up again. Um, No, I was scared because I'm a thin-blooded southern californian mm-hmm. so i was scared that i'd just be freezing the entire time but it was really it was in like september <laughs> i don't know yeah. it was like 85 degrees the first two days sure. and then the day of the wedding it was storming oh god <laughs> and cold and then the next day it was pretty cold and then i flew home did the, did the st- <laughs> why am i telling you the most boring way <laughs> what seat did you have on the plane <laughs> um, did you have an aisle or a window <laughs> well Funny you should ask. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I had a connect in DC. Get the fuck out. I know. GTFO. Wait, it gets better. Mm-hmm. It's this one of those. Dulles or? Uh, yes, Dulles. Okay. Just it was making sure. one of those teeny, tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny commuter planes. The one so, from Rochester to DC. Yeah. yeah. So it was um, like. I was going to per- Yeah, side. exactly. Yeah. I loved it. I love how you were just gesturing. <laughs> I don't know. It was Amber was just sticking her hand straight out in front of her. It was it was it was But you understood. I did. Um but yeah, it was lovely and uh it was like a fun college reunion with a bunch of people I went to school with who live on the East Coast that I haven't seen forever. And I split a room with my friends Misty and Rebecca mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun. And my friends, Eric and Mary, and their baby Riker mm-hmm. were like the room next door. You guys got some crazy names going on over there. <laughs> Misty, Amber, Riker. What's up, Riker? Who was Riker? He's the baby. No, no, no. I know. But then I feel like there's <laughs> I feel like there's somebody named Riker from like an 80s movie or yeah, something. Yeah, whenever I talk about... He's like an action... Riker. Oh, he was from... Uh, like they say like Lieutenant Riker... <clears throat> What's that? They say like lieutenant or. Yeah, I want to say it was from Total Recall, but I could be wrong. But anyway. But I don't recall. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> uh, thank you, President Reagan. <laughs> um, but yeah, Riker is big and beautiful, and it was fun spending mm-hmm. time with him. Mm-hmm. He has great comedic timing. Oh, yeah. He's uh, this big, beautiful, happy baby. Sure. And I was holding him and he's laughing and giggling. And I'm like, why are you such a happy baby? Why are you such a happy baby? Are you a happy baby? Then he said, I'm going bonkers. <laughs> are you a happy baby? Because you've got two wonderful parents. Mm. He immediately started crying. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what's up. Yeah. And then uh, in the ceremony, I read um, Shakespeare's sonnet 116. And By I was Mr. Sizer, nothing like the sun. Nope. Just <laughs> not at all about how ugly she is, and I love her anyway. That would have been fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know somebody <clears> asked me, they're <throat> like, "Oh, is that the one about love?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, Riker is from Star Trek. Jorge has his picture. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Are they big Star Trek fans? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. But uh, I was nervous about it because I was a theater major and I studied Shakespeare, yeah. and I feel like I should know what I'm doing. Yeah. But it's been a while. And it was up in this big, beautiful church. Um, you grew up Catholic. Sure. 
<laughs> I just wanted that to be the end of the statement. Um, yes. So they have. I'm not going to use any of the correct sure. words, but you're going to know the what I'm talking about. The sacrificial altar. <laughs> the Lamb of God. No, around the side of the chapel, they have like raised seats that I guess the nuns sat. The balcony in, section, kind of, mm-hmm. but but just slightly above. Like right. You didn't have to take stairs. Just enough so they could look down on you without actually having to climb right. stairs and make an effort. Right. Yeah. Well, um, because I was a reader, mm-hmm. that's where I had to sit for the ceremony. And it was so bizarre to be like looking out over the wedding. Right. Um, and I wore really high heels and I r- regretted that because there was a moment where it's like, Amber, time for your reading. And it was a full chapel totally silent and me just like like a monster (laughs) just wanted to like levitate over there um but i think my reading went well good (laughs) that's that's all all that matters oh and and two of my friends are spending the rest of their lives together i think i i think i passed the audition (laughs) i killed it it's funny because I do, I get that way too when I have to do readings. At yeah, weddings. there's a lot of pressure. I'm supposed it's like, to. Like I'm good. a theatrical performer, therefore right. it must be like. Um, I mean, I've told this story before about my friends got married. And they wanted me to do a reading at the wedding, and yeah. then they gave me the reading on a piece of paper the night before, which I practiced for hours in the morning in the bathroom, and then left on the back oh. of the toilet, and then went to the church and was like, "So how am I going to know where?" And my friend was like. No, they gave you the reading last night, right? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I had to run around the church and try to find a way to find the right reading, which I did not find I just pictured right. you like running laps around a church. It's basically what happened. That's not a very good way to... I went up into the, the organ loft. Just pull out your iPad and, and Google it. Right. Well, this is a while I ago. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was carrying my encyclopedia with me. So. <laughs> so. Oh, no, the Bible. <laughs> um, but... Uh, but it was funny. I'll, I'll just finish the story again because what happened was <laughs> I had a red You've got leather. A John Ham thing going with your voice right I now. A, I, I got a red leather psalm book. <laughs> no, I got a red leather psalm book and used a different psalm from the one they had asked for. And you're like, it just means more to me. Like you played it off as like a no, gift no, no, to no. Somebody else said that to me. The two ants on their way out of church were like, we thought it was so wonderful that you brought your own played it Samba. Audible. And I was like, yeah, well, it was important. <laughs> you know, it gives me a lot to me. Like, Don't eat pork. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, also the dance floor. Yeah, it was fun because I've talked before how I am insane on a. Wedding dance floor. Yeah, you're bonkers. <laughs> I'm bonkers. Open bar plus dance floor equals amber bonkers. <laughs> yeah. um, but what was amazing is I was there with a lot of my friends from theater school. Oh, God. So there was like... That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> it was the best. Yeah. There was like 20 of us being bonkers on Ugh. the dance floor. And all of Melissa's friends just being like, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> who are these insane yeah. people? <laughs> what a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> Boy, we're both uh, dying over here. <laughs> Tuberculosis. Yeah. It was really, really fun. And it's like uh, the Labo M episode. <laughs> and then I went to Niagara Falls with a bunch of my college friends the next day. How far is that from Rochester? Like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of Niagara Falls? It's big. Yeah. A lot of water. <laughs> I, I went there when I was in college. And what did you think? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Give me a barrel. I'll do it. 
Um, what about the storm? Tell us about the storm because we never get to hear about weather out here. <laughs> what was the weather like? <laughs> we already did that. Oh, yeah. Um, Niagara Falls was interesting because the town of Niagara itself had just tons of Indian food mm. and like street carts that had Indian food. So they must have a huge Indian population, which I found interesting yeah. and notable because it didn't like match the scenery. Too bad we're not sociologists. We could figure that out. <laughs> well, I am. Mm-hmm. I'm just, today's my day off. <laughs> sure. Uh, anything else great happened this week? Anything great happened this week? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Such as? Tons of stuff. Uh, I got to, um, Liquid Feet got to dance at UCB for Lady to Lady mm-hmm. on Tuesday when I got back. This is your silly dance, dance troupe? <laughs> Yeah. That silly, stupid thing you do. No, no, no. I mean, you just you guys are silly, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And what else? I feel like there's other things, but this is where we need Jamie to say <laughs> something. I had a rap. You had a rap. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that sounds good. Um, I also just wanted to mention before we take a quick break, I did say a few episodes ago that I was thinking about doing a tour next year sometime. Mm -hmm. People should let me know if there's a place near them or if they're involved with a place that I could come to and perform. And people have responded to that. It's been great. So I just wanted to put that out there again. Uh, Where are you going to go? I haven't really really gotten back to anybody yet or (laughs) figured out the shape of all of this. That doesn't sound like us. Uh, But no, no, no. Because to me, it's probably six months away before I do it. So um, there's yeah, plenty of time. How long are you going to be working on this show? I'll be done in the middle of November, I think. That's or, or late November, yeah. Um, it's soonish, and we have a lot more work to do, oh, which I is mean, what's frightening. I can't say it's anything. It's so funny because I feel, I feel, I <laughs> feel, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that is soon. It's too soon. <laughs> too soon? Oh, yeah. It's not soon uh, enough. Well, no, no, no. It's so funny because obviously there's a lot of money involved here. There's a budget for the show. Yeah, look at your hat. Yes, my gold, my solid gold top hat. <laughs> oh, my ne- my neck just broke. Um, but so there's a schedule. You have to keep to a schedule, mm-hmm. right? So there's a line producer who right. is responsible for the money and who is on. Oh, is that what a line producer schedule is? all the time? Yeah, a line producer is the person who literally looks at the budget and goes, "We can afford this. We can't afford this. We can't afford this." Can I admit something really stupid? Please. I always thought it had something to do with like, like almost a script supervisor. Mm-hmm. Like they produced each of the lines. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty stupid. That is really stupid. <laughs> that might be one of the dumber things I've ever heard. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the line producer is very important because they're, they're responsible for the money. They're like the treasurer. Right. Or the comptroller, let's say. Um, and then there's an executive producer who is not a non-writing executive producer mm-hmm. who's very much involved with the network and talking to them and Brian making sure Cranston. they know what's that. Brian Cranston. <laughs> no, he's he's not that. Um, but they came to me early on <clears throat> in this whole process and said, you're the head writer of the show. So give us a schedule. Now, I've never done this before, (coughs) right? (coughs) And scheduling is not my... Forte. Strong suit. Well, I don't speak French, (laughs) and I don't know what forte means. He's a guy on Saturday Night Live. I think it means strong suit. Uh, (laughs) But 
I was like, fine. Yeah, the, first, the non-writing executive producer came to me and said, can you just make a schedule of when we're going to have things done? I was like, okay. Sort of arbitrarily put all this shit down. And he came back to me and he was like, look, this has to be this many days. This has to be this many. And I'm like, well, then why the fuck didn't you do it? Right. Why are you coming in here to make me feel like shit right. for not knowing what I'm talking about? So that was one thing, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then I said, fine, I'll do all the things you're telling me to do and I'll put a schedule together. It's still completely arbitrary fabricated out of my tiny brain (laughs) by someone who's never done this before doesn't know the process doesn't know the people he's working with doesn't know how many people are going to come in at various times i'm like fine i'll make up the schedule never give them anything in writing because you know what's happening now they're They're coming to me and saying you said this was going to be done by this time you said this was going to be done by this time i'm like i fucking made that shit up it was imaginary right don't come down on me for something that i had no idea what i was talking about i only did it because you told me to right and i made it up i made it (laughs) up out of my head right Ugh, it's the worst so That's another thing that I'm dealing with is that pressure of like both going, well, you're not meeting these deadlines that you said you would meet. Right. And then also, so dealing with that pressure, but then also dealing with the internal pressure of like, how do I tell this guy to go fuck himself without telling him to go fuck himself? Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will also (laughs) tell you that one other thing, and this is so fascinating. um, (laughs) Was it stormy? But... (laughs) It was a little warm, and then it got cooler. <laughs> then it was warmer again, then cooler. Yeah. It was like the, the barometer. Uh, anyway, mercury rising. Anyway. Like when the sun was out. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, the, the one thing that they would not... I wanted a few things in my contract changed. Mm-hmm. One of them was... All I blue want, M&Ms. I want an official title on the show. Oh. Now, they've told me since the beginning, you're the head writer, whatever, whatever. There's no title in the contract. contract. I'm officially will be listed just as a writer like everybody else. Right. That's the one thing they would not budge on. Interesting. Yeah. Why? Uh, and that's the one thing that was the most important to me. Because that's the biggest deal is. But it doesn't mean you make any more money. Like, what does that affect them at all? I think it affects them down the line. Mm. When I go back to them, if they get a second season and go, I want, yeah, I want this and this and this. Whereas if I'm just a regular writer now, I've been told by some of the people in charge, no, 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 that'll all be taken care of. You'll be, well, but by the time this show airs, you'll be listed as this and this and whatever. But just for now, for your contract, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, a fucking wish and a dream. Right, right, right. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Just talking about that schedule thing. So often my boss will have me like plan out these visits to branches Mm -hmm. and I'll say, do you have any preference about order or time or anything? No, 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 just do it. And then he'll every single time go in and change every single one. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was just like, why did you even have me do that? Does he give you a hard time about it? Yeah, well, no, but it's still annoying that it's like I spent a day doing right, that right. that I could have been doing something else if right. you were just going to do it. Yeah. But also, I don't care. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, speaking of not caring, <laughs> it's time for us to take a break. And we will be back after this. What with are more we going to talk about? Weather. <laughs> I do like talking about the weather. Yeah. No, I, like, I, I like weather and food. Oof. We could take a nap. Mm. I'm sleepy. Thank <laughs> you. 
This is John Ennis on the podcast Long Shot. Keep listening. We're back. You are listening to The Long Shot. I am the gravelly-voiced host, Sean Conroy. Perhaps I have polyps like John Hamm. <laughs> With me is Amber Kenny. Almost nobody. The light. <laughs> Almost nobody. <laughs> you're, you're the sequel to that Cameron Crowe movie. It's like, I am a golden god. I am kind of a shadow. <laughs> I'm barely here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so did you say, you, you said you wanted to talk more about the wedding. I said, I feel like I could have, but, but. I don't, um, it was fun. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's my good friend, Tim, Tim's wedding and I'm not a boy, so yeah. I couldn't be a groomsman, right. but I was sort of an honorary groomsman. By the way, your hair looks magnificent. <laughs> Thank you. <I> magnificent. Was... <laughs> you look like, you look like, like young Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> After two months on the river. <laughs> um, but like in a hot way. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm not a boy, so I couldn't be a groomsman. But I was like an honorary groomsman. You should have been a groomsman because that's your relationship with him. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, oh, I want a tuxedo. I feel like I could rock a tuxedo. Mm -hmm. But between that and the short hair, I'm like, sure. all right, Amber, yep. <laughs> calm down. So you've made certain lifestyle choices. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong You're with really that. You're into the indigo girls, huh? <laughs> I do like them. <laughs> uh, the L Word, is that your favorite show? You know what I'm driving at. Come on, <laughs> let's hear it. It's Rochester. It's a safe space. It's a little warm. <laughs> Tomorrow will be cool. Uh, but so like I went with them when they went for their final fittings for the tuxedos and mm -hmm. stuff. And uh, <laughs> those tuxedos are hilarious. When you rent a tuxedo, uh -huh. for, oh, it's the worst. Why? Oh, they're just like gross fabrics. And oh, yeah. Tuxedos by nature are like they pull at you in various ways <laughs> that you never have to deal with. You know, you have suspenders, you have right. cummerbunds, you have <laughs> bow ties. Cummerbunds are so funny. Ugh. I don't think they had cummerbunds or vests or anything. It was sort of um, James Bondy mm -hmm. type. James Bond wears a cummerbund, by the way. Mm. Yep. Okay. Well, Any, anybody who looks good in a tuxedo is wearing a cummerbund. You always wear a cummerbund. They weren't wearing cummerbunds. Well, then that was a bad choice. Cummerbund, not cummerbund. <laughs> by the way. Uh, oh. Cucumber buns. <laughs> um, oh, that's the worst. Uh, but what you know I? what a cummerbund is for, by the way? What? To catch crumbs. No way. Not kidding. That's what it's for. That's why you have to always have the slots I facing up. I should always wear No, no, no. Slots facing up so they catch the crumbs. I don't know when you're being then serious Then you can eat them not. later. <laughs> Like a little kangaroo. Is it cummerbund or cummerbund? <laughs> cummerbund. Catch the crummerbund. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute nonsense. <laughs> that's, what, that's from my upcoming children's book. What is a cummerbund? <laughs> the audio version will be read with a German accent. <laughs> For no reason. Everything is better with a German accent. Um, so you went to the tuxedo fitting. Yeah, and I got to hang out with Tim's parents, which I haven't done a lot. Mm -hmm. And I had a really good time. That's nice. And during the reception, we had, you know, a night we hung out Thursday and then Friday was the rehearsal. So we had several nights together. The reception, Tim's dad comes up to me and is like, 
are you Amber Kenny? Mm. And I was like, yes. And he looked all like starstruck. He's like, I read your tweets. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Mr. Banning, please. (laughs) So that was like a really funny, bizarre thing to happen. That is (laughs) weird. I know. (laughs) And one of Tim's cousins is German. Oh. And so they kept just being like, oh, the Germans are over there. Um, We need more Lebensraum. (laughs) And after the ceremony, at one point it was me, Tim's dad, and the German cousin's German husband. Oh boy. And he was just like, rattling on he had a couple drinks in him and huh. i and i was <laughs> i love that expression that's always so disparaging when somebody goes he had a couple drinks in him then you're like oh he was saying inappropriate things <laughs> well he was talking very animatedly with a german accent you could mm. probably demonstrate mm-hmm. right then another thing i think is that it's not good to have a storm on the day of the wedding <laughs> It pretends certain things for the marriage. <laughs> and I was like giggling at everything. Like, cause you could tell when something. You were giggling at everything. I know, I oh, know. That's weird. Um, but Tim's dad turns to me, he's like, Do you understand <coughs> anything he's saying? I'm like, no, not at all. Oh, really? <laughs> His accent was too had, thick. Cause he had enough drinks in him that it was mm-hmm. like, it's, it was over. Also, and I there's a problem with our yeah, yeah. cell phones. The railroad is very slow. And I'd be like, And another gin and tonic is a social schnitzel children. She's just catching the crumbs at the Cumberbund. <laughs> and, um, oh, the DJ was like the worst DJ I've ever. They're always ever. the worst. No, but this was like comically bad. She would be playing a song and everyone's into it. Yeah. And she would just stop it in the middle of the song, not fade it into go, another song. Hammer time. Stop it. Mm-hmm. There'd be about 30 seconds of silence. Ugh. And then she'd play another song. And we'd all be like, what the fuck are you Why doing? Why is she doing that? But <laughs> we were all laughing the next day on the way to Niagara. I had like tears rolling down my face. We were laughing about it because we were all like, this DJ sucks. But we were still dancing uh-huh. so hard. Like, well, you guys, you guys love to dance. <laughs> you theater probably- school kids. Boy, oh boy. Get you on the dance floor. You think you're being funny, but it's true. I don't think I'm being funny. <laughs> I think it's true. Um, but we were laughing that she probably went home and was like, that was like the best DJ set of my life. Because mm-hmm. we were just like, we hate her. Like, couldn't be dancing harder. Right. She was react. She did it once. And we're like, right. And you guys went crazy when she stopped the music. And she was right. like, oh, they they like that. Right. I should do that more. Well, like, here's an example of her being a terrible DJ. Guess what the last song of the night was? The last song of a wedding. Just, just think of all the last songs a wedding could be. Hey, ya. Uh, <laughs> that would be way better. Uh, bye bye, Miss American Pie. <laughs> also better. Uh, everyone sings rounds of row, row, row your boat. Might actually be better. It was Zoot Suit Riot. <laughs> by the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Yes. We were all like, what the fuck year is it? She might have been a time traveler. <laughs> That song isn't a terrible choice at a wedding, but it's weird to end the yeah. night no, with no, no. Suit Suit Riot. You're supposed to end with a slow dance song. Or like a... Eh, no, you gotta, you gotta calm everybody down a little bit at the end. Of the, you don't want people charged oh, up. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't want to play uh, Ice Ice Baby so as the last song. <laughs> that was another funny thing, though, because we were all like, what the fuck is this song? And immediately all started swing dancing. We can adapt to any type of music. We're we from theater school. And dip, and yeah, hit, yeah. and dip. Uh, okay, folks, final song of the night. 
Here comes Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch with good vibrations. <laughs> there was, I think, there were no songs from. I think the most recent one was probably six years ago. <laughs> like I said, I think she might be a time traveler. She looked like she was judging a spelling bee. <coughs> well, that's a good look for a DJ. <laughs> <clears throat> um, all right. So we hate this DJ. That is really funny. <laughs> yeah. I wish you guys could see Amber dancing at the table. They get it. They can mm-hmm. feel it. Uh, okay, so here's the thing we did this week. I sent out a tweet. What are you looking at? It says Kenny something entourage. Yeah. Is that about me? Yes. <laughs> Do you know that you have an entourage? <laughs> no. Uh, no, what's funny is I couldn't find any empty notepads. Like, uh-huh. that's how much writing I've been doing lately. Mm-hmm. Like a crazy person. So the notepad I'm using is the notepad I used when I was hiring writers for the show. So it has oh. all my notes of... Where reading their at. reading their stuff and uh, where they worked before and who their agent is and all that stuff. And so the page I'm using has another writer on it who I won't say his name. Uh, but I wrote down a bunch of questions because I, I tweeted something where I said, if you want advice, <laughs> ask the, the long shot podcast. Yeah. Look at our lives. It's perfect. So together. <laughs> Um, I hate this DJ. <laughs> I have no money. <laughs> I'm going bonkers. <laughs> Here's my advice. Our show is falling apart. <laughs> um, but uh, we got some questions. We got some questions. Now, what, what we were talking about this before, <laughs> like what makes us qualified to give advice? Because I feel like we are qualified. That there's a microphone in our goddamn faces. I, I agree. I think advice is a thing where it's just like you give your opinion about something mm-hmm. and then it's up to the person mm-hmm. you're talking to to go, is that good advice? Is it not good advice? Do I trust the source? Do I not trust the source? Just, like there are certain people I will go to in my life for advice because I trust them. Mm-hmm. And then there are other people who will give me advice and I'll be like, I hate you. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you're a bad teacher. No, there's a difference between, there's a difference between trusting someone and hating them. Oh, I know. You don't have to hate somebody if you don't trust their right, advice. Right. Like if somebody's kind of a fuck up. Right. You could be like, oh, I love you. Right. But I don't <laughs> trust you. Um, so here's the first question. I just proved with that last conversation why we shouldn't be giving Totally advice. qualified. I disagree. We are, we are at the top of the advice giving spectrum. Like I look at those people who give advice in the newspaper and mm-hmm. stuff and I'm like, how... Do you get one of those jobs? Right. What makes somebody qualified? Well, I feel like it, it it's a certain amount of confidence mm-hmm. and delusion to think that you know. Right. <laughs> like, who knows anything? Well, we do. Right, right, right. Sure, sure, sure. Let's mm-hmm. answer some goddamn questions. Okay. Let's so solve here's the first people's question. lives. It's from Greg, and it is, should my wife go to vet school? <laughs> Please, Amber. <laughs> Should I go? Should my wife go to vet school or should she get her PhD instead? In, in what? Doesn't say. See, I'm feeling a little out of your depth. Yeah. Well, I don't know this person. Correct. I don't know what her passion Correct. is. Correct. I don't know what her skill sets are. Right. It's uh, like one sentence. Mm-hmm. Um. But be a vet, dude. Animals are awesome. My immediate impulse is to say. If you're even thinking about being a vet, that's the way to go. Because PhD, to me, is indicative of academia. Right. Whereas if you're a vet, you're practically involved in the world. Right. Now, again, like you said, we don't know PhD in what. 
I mean, what can you get a PhD in? Pretty much anything, I right? Think, I think so. So she would probably be getting a PhD in like biology right, or I animal was gonna husbandry. Say, it, it must be in that realm if right. she's... Though it would be funny if she was like, I'm going to either get my PhD in hip hop. Roman theater. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess it's like PhD means you're going to become a professor, basically, or a teacher of some right. sort. Whereas a veterinarian, you're out there actively doing stuff. And that, to me, just seems like a better way to go. Oof, it'd be nice to have some skills. You have some skills. On the dance floor. They're not the skills that pay the bills. <laughs> and they're not mad skills. Uh, but you have some skills. Nah. Look at your hair. Uh, Nothing better. Did you ever go to grad? You never went to graduate no. school. Did you? I did. I, I was. I always kind of wanted to. Yeah. But I wish. <clears throat> I'm actually thinking about getting another degree even now. Getting your PhD? No, not my PhD. Going to vet school? <laughs> Yes. Could we be classmates, Greg's wife? <laughs> um, hey, Greg's wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a I have a very close friend who's a vet, and I I think it's just interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think she's had some really interesting experiences. She's a large animal vet in Idaho, so horses, oh, wow. cows, that kind of thing. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I went I went back to school and started to get my master's in science education. Really? I yeah. thought it would be like literature or something. Um, no, it was like, it wasn't really, this is what I really want to do. It was more like, perfect. here's what I'm, <laughs> here's what I'm teaching. Here's how I can make more money oh, doing it. I see, but I then see. when I did that, I went back and I started studying not advanced stuff. I was studying basically like high school level physics and, uh, chemistry and biology and I actually found it fascinating. I right. loved it, you know. Um, of course, I quit graduate school about 10 credits short of my master's degree, which was a thrill Ugh. for my parents. Um, but you still have the debt, right? No, because I did it all for free. Oh, because you were teaching? I was teaching and I was going to Teachers College at Columbia and to City College of New York. And it was all on... Why did you quit? Comedy, baby. Hello. Comedy. <laughs> I quit because I didn't want to do it anymore, you know, and I wish I had quit five years earlier than I did. It was just like, it was a family thing. It was like, right. you can't do anything unless you have a real steady job. That's the boat I'm in. Right. I'm the only person in my entire family. Who yeah, although your parents are happy to go get drunk in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> well, I'm the only person in my entire family who has an income. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of pressure. I can't just quit my job. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, I do not envy you that. <laughs> oh, thanks for making me feel good about things it. Things got weird. No, no, no. I'm not, I, 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 yeah. I admire you. I think that's. I think that's amazing. Um, here's a question for you. Speaking of you, <laughs> what is the? Uh, this is from Jeff. Oh, and I should say Jeff is a guy. I don't know if I told you about this. I think I did. Jeff is a guy who sent us money. He sent us a bunch of money. Thank you. To no, no, no. To. <laughs> Pay for a cab for Jamie to come here some night and take a cab home so he and a wasted. bottle of whiskey so we can get Jamie wasted. I don't think it would take a bottle. No, no, no. But we'll buy a it bottle. I'll thimbles. drink most of it. Jamie will drink a little bit and be silly. Thumbelina. Uh, <laughs> but that's not going to happen for a while, Jeff, just so you know, because 
of how confusticated our schedules are right now. And uh, Immaculata. By the way, I do like to use the word confusticated. Is it a real word? I don't know. Did you just invent it? No. (laughs) But it could be just like a fake word, you know? So vet school. Um, (laughs) So Jeff's question for you, Amber, is what is the best way to transition out of a non-traditional upbringing into greater society, i.e. high school? I wish I knew. Um, I, you did it. I did it. I would say make <laughs> make as many friends as possible. And I that sounds really obvious. And then how do you do that? But How do you do that? <clears throat> how do you make friends? I think that's a really interesting question. Megawatt smile. <laughs> sure. Okay, that's why I don't have a lot of friends. Go on. <laughs> The episode where Amber is a douchebag. No. <laughs> um, is that seriously a strategy that you had? Like, I'm going to smile at people and they'll be friendly? No. Like, when did you not decide like that? consciously, mm-hmm. but I think it did work that way. Sure. Um, I think <laughs> the biggest thing about me, and it might be me trying to fit in in normal society from uh, hippie commune life, mm-hmm. is um, I think the best way to describe me is non-threatening. Sure. And I think that might be, if I at all was aggressive, yeah, or like actively stranger than I already am, Mm -hmm. I could see that being off-putting to people. But I'm just like, hey, I'm harmless, bros, come up to me. Yeah, I hate when you say that. (laughs) Um, But also... So be harmless (laughs) and (laughs) non-threatening. I think that's terrible advice. I know. It's the worst. Megawatt smile. No, I'm just saying what I did. I'm mm. not saying it's good advice. I think also a big part of it is I never felt like I did transition. Mm-hmm. You always felt like a weirdo. Yeah. And then you wake up one day and you're just kind of okay with the way things are. That was instead this of, morning? <laughs> instead of pining to be a normal person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a weird thing. I don't know. I think uh, got, like, I think there are probably heavy. some people who feel um, like they're totally normal, right? I don't know. Are there? I don't know. I don't know any. I don't either. But we live in a very select. Yeah, we live in a slice we, of, of humanity. We live in a bubble of weirdos. Yes. <laughs> Whereas there are people out there who are just like, yeah, this is my normal life. Right. I'm normal. I'm just like everybody. My else. opinions are pretty. But average. that might not be true. Maybe there's everybody has a little bit of life. I think everyone sort of feels <clears throat> like an outsider, and that's why. It's such like a universal theme in movies, TV shows is... The Outsiders was all about that. (laughs) Stay golden, pony boy. Topical references. All right, take it easy. (laughs) You just said movies and TV. That's a wide spectrum of things. Um, But yeah, almost every movie... Ironsides was all about that. You know, he was a detective, but he was in a wheelchair. (laughs) Topical reference. Um, Fuck you. Okay. (laughs) Got hostile. But like every... It's such a common theme of people feeling different different, mm-hmm. and either coming to terms with their differences and using those as strengths instead of weaknesses. Is differences a hard word for you? <laughs> They're all hard words. Okay. <laughs> or being like, oh, I'm not that different from anybody. I am who I am. Tough, everybody. <laughs> that was Popeye. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I realized as I was saying it, that's what Popeye used to say. Uh, so accept who you are. Mm-hmm. Megawatt smile. <laughs> get Be some, non-threatening. Get some whitening toothpaste. Whitening toothpaste. <laughs> this is in high school, by the way. <laughs> you should not need whitening toothpaste in high school. 
um, sprinkle compliments on people. But I think humor is a big thing too. Mean it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's number one. How I. So why didn't you say that? That was I the question. Know. Why would you not say that right away? Yeah, I because before anyone could make fun of me for being a weirdo, I was already doing it. Mm-hmm. And everyone was laughing and the tension was diffused. That's funny because I was just reading, speaking of topical humor, I was just reading a thing about the Kanye West-Jimmy Kimmel feud. Have uh-huh. you heard about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kanye's so, always right about everything. What's that? Kanye's always right about everything. Kanye's insane. He's, he's a crazy person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's right. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> like, he doesn't react correctly. Right. But he's right. Well, sure. They should not have made fun of it. Are you saying they should not have made no, fun I'm of it? I'm just saying that Beyonce did have the number one video that year. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> and uh, that well, it Bush, is all related. And that it George is all Bush related. doesn't care about black people. <clears throat> right. It is all related. <laughs> like, like, he's right. He's just doing it in a weird way. He's right that Jimmy Kimmel was completely inappropriate for making fun of his interview. Is that what you're saying? I don't know enough about it. Okay, he's wrong. Okay. <laughs> turns out he's wrong. So turns out your hero, Kanye West, <laughs> is occasionally just a crazy person. <laughs> but the point that was being made was like, you can't get into a beef with a comedian. Because he was making fun of Jimmy Kimmel. He was right. like, you've never gotten good pussy. You've never, you have a crazy face. <laughs> like, he was just making fun of him. And, and it's like... You can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna start. Well, he tweeted a picture of SpongeBob SquarePants. Like, Uh this is Jimmy Kimmel's face or something like that. You have a crazy face. Yeah, but (laughs) it's like you can't get into a beef like that with a comedian because they'll make fun of themselves long before you can make fun of them. Well, and he never was like, "I'm an attractive person. I've gotten lots of good pussy." (laughs) No, the big thing that Kanye was upset about that they were making fun of was I don't. I didn't see it in context, but. Basically, he was saying, I went to Fendi five years ago and I told them leather jogging pants. Oh, yeah, I did read about that. they said no. And he was so upset about that. And it's like, now, who's got leather jogging pants? And it's like, a who lot does of, have... A lot of hip-hop stars, Who actually. does have leather jogging pants? A lot pants? of sure. hip-hop stars. Sure, yeah. But that doesn't mean you go, these are amazing. Like, these are normal things. <laughs> you know? It sounds like so sweaty. Like, just the oh, sweatiest disgusting. of sweaty time. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Jogging and leather. Ugh. Uh, okay, so that's good advice. Megawatt smile. <laughs> Be Kanye West. I, I got lost Kanye in Kanye West is always right, according to Amber. Well, honestly, single ladies, that video changed my life. Okay, here's a question that uh, <laughs> Jeff, this is also from Jeff, and it was actually for our guest, but there's no guest today, so I'm just going to put it out to you. Okay, and to you. No, because I can't, I'm not qualified to answer this one. What? Describe the vibe of Sean's apartment. Mm, it's almost hard for me to say because I've been coming here for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You've got a crazy face. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, it's definitely a dude lives here, but it isn't like... <sighs> that bad (laughs) (laughs) why do you say definitely a dude lives here well it's like um it's cluttered well there's piles of shit everywhere there's i don't even know how to explain it there's yeah (sighs) it's masculine yes 
There's leather furniture. You don't have like doodads of like flowers. There's a flower up there. <laughs> That's a flower. I like how you're challenging all of my... Where's there another flower? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. I don't have flowers. It's spacious. Mm -hmm. it's, it's actually surprisingly um, mellow. Yes. It's what does that mean? Why is that surprising? And what does that mean? Because of that reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hold on just a what second. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> no, what do you mean surprisingly mellow? I don't I don't get that. Well, it, there's a calm vibe. Yes. I'm big on vibes. Yes. But you're not always the calmest dude. Certainly not. That's what I mean about surprising. Mm -hmm. That's why I have to come back here to the Fortress of Solitude. You light all your lavender candles. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> there is a lavender candle over there. Really? Yeah, right on the TV table. On the Fortress. I have a lavender candle. We have things in common. <laughs> Let's hang out. We're just regular people. Uh, okay. <laughs> so was, my he's apartment so sad is that he asked that question. <laughs> surprisingly calm. Was it surprisingly calm? Or yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly mellow. Mellow. Right, right. Uh, okay. Here's a question that Jeff asked of me, but I think you are qualified to answer this. So this is to both of us. Okay. What is it like to be your height? No, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. That's not... That's not the question. That's not the question. Uh, advice on navigating friendships with those you love, but are unstable or narcissistic. Oh, brother. Yeah. So how do you navigate a relationship with people you love, but who are unstable or narcissistic? Do you have relationships with people that are unstable? Certainly narcissistic. Yes. Because we're in, in this comedy. crazy business. I'm. It, this is like a real topical issue that I'm dealing with currently topical. Um, but yeah, I'm getting, I'm trying to get better at creating boundaries. What, how are you dealing with it recently? The last dude I dated, mm -hmm. uh, was kind of toxic and incredibly narcissistic. And give me uh, some examples. Oh man, this is going to get bad. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Let's get bad. Let's get dirty. He would literally stare at himself in the mirror for a long time. For what reason? He liked what he saw. That's bizarre. I know. <laughs> I know. That's really weird. That's so funny because I was just <laughs> at a bar two nights ago with a couple guys I work with mm -hmm. and there was a mirror behind the bar and my reaction was literally to go, I wish they wouldn't do that. Because it's not until I'm confronted, it was a full bar. There was mm -hmm. lots and lots of people there. Ignorance is bliss. Well, it's like not until I look in the mirror when I'm in a group of people, do I realize what a freakish giant I am <laughs> compared to every other person in the bar. You know, I was like, holy shit, Dave, look at that. And it was just, it was funny, but it was like, I don't want to look at that. You I know? was just saying that I always picture myself as normal height <clears throat> with like, average size boobs <laughs> and mm -hmm. then I see photographs and I'm like dear lord <laughs> what is that uh yeah that's uh <laughs> but narcissism right um I think I think it's okay to love someone but also draw lines in the sand of like, this is unacceptable. It makes me feel bad when this and this and this happens. So like you could be in my life, but in these very specific 
capacities that aren't harming me. This is presuming you're spending time at the beach. (laughs) How would you answer the question? Uh, I don't know. Any vaguer than I just did? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I think you just have to go. uh, Well, I think it's a couple of things. I mean, narcissism is such a, I don't quite know how to, I don't know if I know anybody who is textbook narcissist, you know, do you think I do? No, no, no. I'm just keep thinking about this one guy. Well, that's insane to me. That's insane. And he would literally talk about whatever for 45 minutes. And I'd be like, Oh, I had an interesting day and I could just see his eyes glaze over. Oh, that's horrible. I know. That's a horrible person. I know. I know. And that's, so how he, you should deal with that is eliminating that from your life. I cut him completely out yeah, of my life. Yeah. And that's and I good. don't I haven't done that to very many people ever my entire uh-huh. life. If anything, I'm forgiving and loving to a fault. He's out. <laughs> See, right. I wouldn't want to be a Yeah, I mean I, I this you is know, a, this unstable shit got real. <laughs> unstable is a different thing. Yeah. And I think un- instability is also hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Well, but there's like an more dealable with or, or more worth dealing with. Like you could have an unstable person in your life and get something out of that. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, you're you're refusing to say it. <laughs> but, you know, Eddie Pepitone has been one of my good friends yeah. for 20 years. And calling him stable would be a stretch. Sure. Um, but it's like, I almost feel like the way you deal with that is just take everything with a grain of salt, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, I mean, it probably calmed down as he, it it definitely did as he spent more time with us and became more successful during the Mm -hmm. course of the podcast. But if you remember that first season of shows or first couple seasons of shows, it was like Russian roulette of there who was going to walk There were fucking crazy things going on every time he walked in this <laughs> apartment. Like, like he had an he had an anger at the world mm-hmm. and he would come in looking to Literally take going, that out. Motherfuckers. Yeah, looking to take that out on me primarily mm-hmm. with you guys as innocent well, bystanders. I was too busy hiding behind Right. Chips. You guys would be you guys would be <laughs> hiding. And he would come in like I would see him. I'd go down to the parking lot. Uh-huh. And to get him out of the parking lot. Right. That was a good story. And, uh, <laughs> and I would see the look on his face. He would just roll his eyes at me and walk past me. And I'd be like, okay, we're in for a fucking yeah. ride now. Giddy up. And he would just find something to be angry about and start yelling about. Mm-hmm. And... I would yell back at him. I would. I would. See, I don't know if that's a good way of dealing with someone. It's probably who's not. Because it's, it's. But it only made like, for great podcasting. It's only going to fuel his fire. Well, it's no? exactly what he wants. He just yeah. he thrives on confrontation of some right. sort. Uh, I couldn't be more different. <laughs> right. No, me neither. I'm not into that. Um, but I was also too unwilling to back down. Right. Um, so yeah, that was that was difficult. You know, it, it made it like. I loved doing the show, but I also two hours before the show, I would start getting super tense because mm-hmm. I'd be like, what's he going to fight with me about today? Right. What are we going to scream at each other about in front of the kids today? <laughs> you know, um, but I think the key thing in Jeff's question is the fact that it's someone you love. Like right. if it's someone you love, you find a way mm-hmm. 
to sort of take things with a grain of salt and go, well, this is who this person is. Mm -hmm. And I know that this is not about their relationship with me. It's not about me. It's about something else. Mm -hmm. And that's difficult to deal with. But at the same time, I could just disregard it. Right. You know, so after those storms were over, I would always, you know, we would have fun on the show and mm-hmm. things would be great. And then Eddie and I would go get a sandwich afterwards. And, and there'd be cuddle. no, <laughs> we would not cuddle. <laughs> <Why> Amber. Not? <laughs> but please don't feed the slash fiction trolls. Uh, but, but there would be no mention of what had happened before. You know, it was just stuff that he needed to get out because of whatever mental stuff was going on with him. Right. And, I think there are people like that where it's like they have to take it out on somebody close to them rather than the barista at Starbucks or whatever. Although there are people who do that too, you Mm -hmm. know, who are just assholes to people in real life as opposed to people they're close to. But like that boundary thing Mm -hmm. of knowing um, when it's too much for you to even handle, just maybe removing yourself from the situation. Sure. I mean, you know that Eddie and I lived across the hall from each other Mm -hmm. for over a year. That's crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> uh, I mean, we were literally in each other's apartments Didn't he always all steal the time. Your <laughs> he did. Uh, Such a Kramer. <laughs> but yeah, but I eventually. I mean, I I moved out for a variety of reasons. I was making more money, and I could get a bigger apartment, whatever. All but right, one of the <laughs> <laughs> that went south very quickly. Uh, but one of the one of the reasons i moved out was because i it was that thing of like the the boundaries have disappeared oh. completely and i can't take this anymore right and there's nowhere and to gonna, remove yourself it's gonna fuck up our friendship if yeah. i stay here you yeah. know um and also there was a creepy guy down the hall that i did not do tell for. no 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 i won't, I won't <laughs> get into that now another when we have eddie as a guest on the show we'll talk okay. about that uh so there it is there's your advice jeff hope <laughs> sorry that, hope that helped <laughs> Uh, okay. Here's another question, which I don't know if either of us is qualified to answer, but we'll both take a shot at it. Okay. It's so far, I haven't been qualified to answer From Robert, uh-huh. and it is, how do I become immaculate? Oh, yeah. That's a Jamie question. But how would you become immaculate, Amber? Um, like Jamie's version of immaculate or just... I think it's an open question. Because to me, immaculate means really, really OCD clean. Really? Yeah, like like an immaculate apartment. Sure. I think Robert is talking in terms of... Not drinking and not smoking. Well, whatever the case, your your life, you know, how do you immaculatize your life? Yeah, I don't drink and don't... Smoke weed? Or dance with loose women. (laughs) I love dancing with loose women. Especially if they're almost falling apart. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think it's whatever you feel like. <clears throat> this is my opinion about mm-hmm. Jamie's bullshit thing. <laughs> I, I think this goes back to what we were saying before, where everybody feels like they're different from everybody else. I think everybody has things they think could be better in their Absolutely. lives. And so immaculate to me is what are the things I feel like could be better? And am I taking steps to make those things better? Because no one's ever going to achieve perfection. Right. No one. I don't care who you are. And I'm talking to you, Amber Kenny. <laughs> um, no one has ever accused me of perfection. <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, Have you seen my car? <laughs> but like if you look at yourself and you go, here's a few things I need to do that would make... Like if you think about a thing a lot and uh-huh. don't take steps to rectify it, right. you're not achieving 
right, 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 right. Immaculacy. Right. To immaculatize, you try to make yourself better in a variety of ways. You know what you need to do to feel the best. And like, I need to be physically active. Yes. I get pretty depressed if I'm not. Yes. That's a normal human thing. Right. Physical activity and depression are inversely proportional. Right. Glad I said that. (laughs) Write that down, folks. <laughs> Definitely listen to everything we say. Um, it's true, though. But, I mean, that's scientifically proven right. that yeah. physical activity it, has an effect on depression. It has um, more of an effect on depression than depression medication. Does it really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. Maybe I should start being physically active. Mm-hmm. But any, but that said, there are other things that I think are very important to some people that are less important to me. Sure, everybody and I has don't different feel priorities. like I'm being a bad person, even though that's a priority to them. Like one big priority to me is to be up to date uh-huh. on episodes of Breaking Bad. Oh. Whereas to you, you're a week behind. You're like, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. So I'm immaculate in that way and you are not. <laughs> we are using that word so strangely. All right. Uh, so far we've... But unfortunately, Jamie was not here to answer that. So I'm sure he would have different things to say. Here's another one. I am 26 and still terrible at making casual conversation with people. What are some good casual conversation topics? The weather? That's from, from Mandy. Food? I don't agree. I know. I think, I think this kind of goes along the lines of everyone thinks they're a weirdo. Yeah. I don't think anyone thinks they're good at casual conversation. Dude, I'll tell and you the you funniest, do, there's something the funniest about fucking you. thing. I said to my father once, my father is literally, I'm not kidding when I say this, he is the most charming man you will ever meet in oh, your life. Oh, see, I was picturing a like rigid, no, like no, military I mean, he's, man. He's very, no, no, no. He's very, you know, he's very strict. And, I want to meet this but guy. But mo- he is the king of the cocktail party. Uh, like everybody loves him. His eyes sparkle. He's messing around with people. He's funny. He's telling jokes. He's telling stories. He's laughing at other right. people's shit. He's listening because that's a big thing. To You're not just talking. Say that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but he's literally like it's amazing to watch him in yeah. group situations you know it's fun to watch like I watch him and I'm like wow that's fucking cool and I said to him once I was like I was like I just feel like I'm so bad in social situations like I don't know who to talk to I don't and he's like me neither I don't know I don't know <laughs> he's like playing the piano yeah, like a like, circle are you fucking him? kidding me <laughs> So I think that is true. Everybody yeah. feels that way, you know? I w- it's going to sound hella cheesy, but whoever you're talking to, mm-hmm. be present with them. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about being a charming person sure. and coming up with great conversation no. topics. Be present. Talk about something that maybe Give them a present. just happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Megawatt smile. Um, no, but listen to them. Kind of maybe some improv rules. Mm-hmm. Just... Play off what's going on currently. Yes, and see what's happening around you. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I think it, you're not going to get good at conversation if you walk into a conversation with index cards that are like, wow, the president said some interesting things yesterday, such as, like, that isn't a good way to have a casual conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I go both ways on that. Like, I think sometimes it's okay to go, like, here are a few things I might up bring your up. Sleeve. yeah. But then you're right. It can be really awkward if you're like, anyway, how <laughs> about the, 
chemical weapons in Syria. Right. Well, I mean, that's a bad example, but because that is an interesting topic of conversation. <laughs> um, but I also think what you're saying is is the most important thing is to listen to the other person, mm-hmm. you know, and make eye contact with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amber and I are having a staring contest. <laughs> that makes for good podcasting. Um, but no, I hate it when I'm talking to somebody... And, and this is such a Hollywood see, thing. Like, this is what this fucking <laughs> city is all about mm-hmm. is people talking to you and looking to see who's more important around the room. Right. Fuck you. Okay. Talk to me. Look I, at me. And right. if you don't want to talk to me, if you think there's somebody else more important, get away from me. Mm-hmm. Do not bother me. Um, I can't stand that shit. Uh, so yeah, make eye contact with people, no matter who they be are, present. no matter how yeah. lowly they might be. On the food chain, you know, mm-hmm. and look, I'm not that lowly anymore. Okay, I'm a, I'm a showrunner of a television <laughs> program. You think you so do people, protest too much? <laughs> people need to start looking me in the eye. It's hard to look me in the eye when I'm twice your size. <laughs> but yeah, um, don't, I I totally agree. I think. And then the other the other thing is like it's more fun to talk to someone when you can tell they're there. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what's the point otherwise? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing, which is hilarious. You know, my mom, my mom always says, if you want to talk to someone, ask them about themselves. Absolutely. Everybody is thrilled to talk about themselves. Yep, yep, yep. Now, the, the, the problem is. Sometimes they don't stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> With my mother, the way she handles that is it's like she's prosecuting someone. <laughs> She's so like, Amber, where'd you go to school? And what did you do there? What made you decide to do that? And your hair looks like that because why? And why are did you, you wearing that tuxedo? I mean, literally, I I just got a, Oh, I just at my college reunion, I ran into my roommate from college and his wife. Uh-huh. And they had run into my mom at some function. Right. You know, they live near where my parents are. They run into my mom at some function. And my roommate's wife was like, it scared me. It scared, <laughs> and she was like, I felt like I had done something wrong. Like, <laughs> Where were you the night of? <laughs> yeah, it really is like that with her. Um, and she means no harm by it. I feel like there's it, a way to do that yeah. in a oh, more absolutely. delicate manner. Absolutely. Uh, it's just like you don't have to press people, <laughs> right. you know. Um, I Though think- it is fun um, getting older. I used to get real freaked sure, out. Sure, getting older, sure. <laughs> Let's talk about no, getting older. Well, like I'll I'll use an, a very specific example. My best friend Abby's dad is kind of an intense dude, mm-hmm. and like the first time I met him, it was just like, "So what do you do?" And exactly what you're saying, like what right. your mother does, and it kind of intimidated me. Uh-huh. But I think it's a combination of being older and I know him, and he knows me. Sure. That I'm always I I could it rolls off my back. And a also bit that more. he keeps asking you the same question. <laughs> right. I'm like, now uh, what do we you went do? over this. Now what do you do? Um but it's also fun because what I do in that specific situation is just kind of jump in front of the bus for Abby. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, I'm more of a fuck up than your daughter. Right. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I need somebody like you in my life. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about my mom and this you'll find this surprising is that as she's grilling people uh-huh. she's also sarcastically making fun of them the whole time <laughs> i'm sure that's hard to believe yeah yeah yeah. that i don't know it doesn't sound like you at all <laughs> no certainly not <laughs> sarcastically uh so there you go mandy that's how you make conversation ask people about themselves look them in the eye and listen to what the fuck they have to say mm-hmm that is good advice. I know. That was like the only one so far yes. that I feel good about the advice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the rest is like, um. Here's another one. 
If you could, oh, this is from Gabe. If you could recommend just one place attraction thing to a visitor to LA, what would it be? Ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you going to say? Universal City? No, you know? that's a nightmare place. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I know what mine is. Okay, then say yeah, it. You know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, there's a million things to do here, but it's not really, I, I found when my parents came to visit, that I was like inventing stuff for us to do. Like well, we went to the LACMA museum mm-hmm. and just started laughing. Cause we're like, what the fuck are we doing? We don't want to go to an art museum, <laughs> you know? Um, but I saw you and McGregor there last time I was there. We me were- and Gregor. <laughs> what was I doing with McGregor? Who did you see? <laughs> you and McGregor. I don't remember going there. <laughs> Nor are my friends with someone named McGregor. This is good stuff, folks. <laughs> this is good stuff. We are comedians. Yes. <laughs> um, but we made eye contact. And, I, and you listened to what he was saying? Yeah. And I think what the moment we were sharing was our eyes are the same exact color. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> well, it's like a sort of a pale blue. Yeah, like a zombie. No color. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Husky. No, the thing I would tell people to do, and this is so lame, but... King's Road Cafe has the best coffee I have ever had. I pass it on my way to work oh a lot. Oh my I've never god! Been. It's Bean. the best you've never been. <laughs> Good coffee joke. Um, but I'm. I saw you and McGregor. <laughs> you saw me and McGregor. There's a college in my, there's a college in my hometown called Iona College. Uh, yeah, Iona College. Yeah, and uh, there was a friend of my parents who was going to a Christmas party at their house, uh-huh. and he went to the house they had previously lived in. Not like he had the wrong address, right. so he went to their old house, and there was a Christmas party going on there as well. And he went in and was hanging out there for like <laughs> half an hour. And he was a priest; he worked at Iona College, uh-huh. and they were like, and so somebody was like, "So what do you do?" And he's like, "Iona College," and they were like. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's like double, triple miscommunication. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you and McGregor, um, no, <laughs> go to Kings Road Cafe. And what's yours? Oh, man. I really like Amber, the new Echo Park Park and Lake. Mm-hmm. Did they work on that for a long time? Yeah, like four years or two years or three some years. kind of some <laughs> multiple of two. More than one. Yeah. Is it, what is it? Is it like a... It's just a little park uh-huh. and there's a nice path around the pond and they have lily pads and they have a nice new playground and trees mm-hmm. and people with carts selling fruit. It's lovely. It sounds great. I did go to <clears throat> Topanga State Beach a couple of Ooh. weeks ago. That was really nice. I mean, there's so many beaches out here, mm-hmm. you know? But they're all so crowded. Yeah. This and one this one's a little away. less crowded. It does feel far away. But if you got up early in the morning and went Yeah, it's not that bad. That was the big thing when I was growing up was like, we're gonna go to the beach. We gotta get up at four thirty to, get, to get yeah, to get there yeah. before everybody. I went to the beach every weekend with my parents yeah. too. Um But I think the difference between LA and New York, the one difference, this is it. Folks, the difference between <laughs> LA and New York, what's the, the people in well, LA are this? The people are, yeah. No, but in New York, you kind of stumble upon a ton of shit to do and like iconic big tourist mm-hmm. things are just like, oh, that's that. In LA, that doesn't happen. 
In fact, every time somebody says, what should we do in L.A.? I draw a blank. Mm -hmm. But I know for a fact there's a ton to do. Sure. Go to the UCB Theater. Go to (laughs) I.O. West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, did you know that Book of Mormon is coming back to town? Oh, nice. That was so fun. We went together. (laughs) We did. We didn't sit together, but we went together. Uh, I want to go again. Yeah. I'm going to get tickets again. Okay. Not for you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. How long should I hold out before telling my neighbor their stereo is way too loud? I feel like my answer will be forever and your answer will be 25 seconds. No, I mean, my answer will be 25 seconds, (laughs) although I would not actually do that. Right. I've never done that. Right. Um, But I think either you make that choice or, you know, the choice you're (laughs) saying or the choice that you're saying you think I would make. It has to be one of those two. It can't be... I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. I'm right. going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. Finally, I've reached my breaking point because that's when it becomes a confrontation. Right. That's when you have so much anger built up about right. it that there's no way to present it in a way that's civil right. to the other person. And they don't know that it's no, been no, no. building up. I mean, maybe, maybe they do. Who knows? But Those pricks. Yeah, but... I think but, the first time I've ever said pricks. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, go, you can go to people and say, hey, listen, just so you know, I'm, I'm sure you're not aware of this, but you're... I can hear your stereo right. and I'd rather not. So right. is it okay? You that just you, be respectful yeah. of time. Whereas after the fifth time they've done it, you're already gritting your teeth before mm-hmm. you go over there and you're like, listen, the stereo's loud, you right, know, like, right. and then it's a fucking confrontation right. and you don't want that or need that, you know? Yeah. Maybe invest in earplugs. You're saying be completely passive and never say anything. Have you met me? <laughs> but I think there's nothing wrong with... No, I get what you're saying. Because like I said, I mean, I have a dog downstairs yeah. yep, yep, for yep, six yep. years that never stops. And I've never said anything to them. So I'm, I'm that way as well. But I think it's okay to say, right. look, we're living in a confined space mm-hmm. together. It'd be better if you didn't do this. Right. Be maybe, better for you maybe and a better for me. Note, so it's less no, of an I think thing. that's, that's passive too aggressive. passive aggressive. Yeah, I mean, people get notes; they get pissed immediately. I think you have to Unless say it something. Says, Love you at the end. Right. <laughs> hey, what's happening, friend? Cool sweater. Yeah. <laughs> Your stereo's too loud. Love you. <laughs> Just slip it in at the end. Um, all right. Well, I think we gave a lot of great advice. <laughs> I, I think we really have that. helped people out. This has been a good service that we've provided. Sure, he's still out. And we will do it again. Yeah. I think we should do yeah, it yeah, again. Yeah. I um, want to he- have Jamie chime in. Oh, God. You uh, do too. You guys are best friends. Stop acting like you're not. Yeah, whatever. You love him. <laughs> uh, sure. I want to cuddle with him. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with a segment on the show that we like to call Farts. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hey gang, this is Jamie Flam from the Long Shot Podcast. Here to say hello and remind you that we have a great website, thelongshotpodcast.com. We're very savvy with social media, so you're going to find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes. Leave us a comment. Give us a five-star review. Tell us what you think. We're on the All Things Comedy Network, ATC, allthingscomedy.com, with some other fantastic podcasts. And as always, uh, your generosity helps us a lot. If you have any extra money and you want to support, go to our website and click on the donate button, and everything helps. Wishing you a wonderful, happy, and healthy week, month, year. 
Yours always and forever, The Long Shot Podcast. We're back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is almost the end of the episode. It's been a great episode. Just Amber and myself. I feel like we could have done better at just like sitting down and having a and conversation. Like getting into it. Getting into it. I think that's know? what people wanted. Yeah. We'll see, do that another time. Like getting Sean into your Amber. romantic life, Ooh. my romantic Ooh. life, our expectations and goals for the for the year and for our lifetimes the fiscal quarter yeah all that stuff i think that could have been really interesting but yeah why didn't we do that we're fucking idiots yeah and also it sounds kind of vulnerable yeah <laughs> who needs that nonsense um we could still do it yeah we'll do it another time i'm sure jamie will be delinquent some other time and we won't be able to get a guest all right amber parting shots what is your parting shot today parting shot is on friday I went to a Dodgers game. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to do what you said before about making conversation. Like, act interested in what the other person... I fun of the fact that I went to a baseball game. Oh, oh. I think that's great. I think that's great. Um, it I've was, never been. It was the first LGBT Dodgers night. So there were a, bu- a bunch of weirdos there. <laughs> that was the best. I looked at Jorge and his head was tilted. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> um, no, it, which was cool. I didn't see much of a difference except a couple times on the Jumbotron when they show people in the crowd. It was like incredibly in shape dudes in fitted Dodger shirts with mm-hmm. V-necks. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the only difference. Except Friday nights at Dodger Stadium are fireworks night. Sure, I'm familiar. Presented by Denny's. Sure. And I've seen it before. Moon's over my hammy. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Same. The very mm-hmm. same. Uh, and it was the same fireworks display. Fireworks. <laughs> Remember that song? <laughs> Oof, what a disaster. <laughs> Go ahead. But uh, the music, mm-hmm. which it can only be described as gayer. Oh, AKA better. Mm. It was so good. Gay or how? Like, was it like, like they trance did, music? They or did like, like um, there was a lot of disco. Huh? There was disco. What disco? Um, like staying alive. We are family. Oh, we are family. Mm, disco. Mm, okay. What is it then? I don't know. That was pop music back then. That wasn't really disco. That was like What's, regular pop music on the but radio. Wasn't there like a big crossover between disco and pop music yeah, in the seventies? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I was like ten at the time, you know. But well, I wasn't we even like born. Like no family. big deal. <laughs> That's not really a disco song. Okay. I got all my sisters with me. Okay. Yeah. But it all it is like a gay anthem. Sure. So. Right. Um, but also, my favorite thing they played, which made me laugh the hardest, mm-hmm. was Whitney Houston's. I will always, version of I will always love you. Dolly Parton song. Correct. Mm-hmm. But with house music in the background, mm. a, like a dance remix, which mm-hmm. I'd never heard before. Yeah, I'm not. A, so I had a really good time and I ate a lot of crap. That's who whole, won the game? The Dodgers, 11 oh. to zero. Wow, that's a big score mm-hmm. in a baseball game. Mm-hmm. A lot of hits. Poor the Rockies. Poor the Rockies. <laughs> 
did you enjoy Dodger Stadium? I did. That's like one of the oldest parks yeah. in, the, it's, in, in the majors. That's a place that I could tell people to go to when yes, they're visiting Los Angeles. That's because, a good, because, I wish you'd thought of that. I wish it had <laughs> happened recently so you could, uh, well, yeah. Well, because you walk up and at, at, when you're at the top of the hill about to get into the stadium, you look to your right and you see the downtown skyline and it's mm. gorgeous. Mm -hmm. There's palm trees everywhere. Like it's very... You don't realize that downtown, the huge homeless population of mentally ill people makes it a weird situation down there. Well, you're far enough away at that right. point. Perfect. It's just pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but what I mean is it's just a very beautiful LA outdoors environment. I'd also say go to the bowl. Oh yeah. I love the bowl. That's a very LA. Like whenever I'm at the bowl, I'm like, I love Los Angeles. Yeah. I I'm always like that, that though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the only problem with the bowl is how it fucks up traffic right around my apartment. Yeah. 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 It's crazy around here when there's something going on at the bowl. You've experienced it. Mm -hmm. um, I used to kind of live in this neighborhood. So go to a Dodger game folks. If you want to go see a shitty team play baseball. Whoa. But I, I bet it is cool. I have not. I, I've never been there. I want to go. I've never you been there. You should go. Yeah. It's very fun. I don't like baseball anymore, but I think it would be fun to go it's to a game. It's fun. You just eat and drink. Sure. No, I'm familiar. <laughs> I remember. Uh, there's nothing else to do. Was, Certainly nothing's happening on the field. It was like inning five and Lampy turns to me. And oh, she's Lampy. Like, she's like, I'm sure I'd know if I'd look but I still legitimately don't know who they're playing. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, okay, here's my parting shot, and it's sort of a question, maybe. <laughs> I, there, isn't it? I, it is, I guess. My brother's birthday was yesterday, and I did happy not... Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Brandon. I did not speak to him. Because by the time I remembered it was his birthday, it was, like it was too late yeah. here for me to call him on the East Coast. Right. And I find that that happens frequently. It also happens that now that I have all these nieces and nephews, I don't even remember that their birthdays happened until I see pictures of like a birthday cake on Facebook, Oof. you know, and because my niece Caroline, who, by the way, is by far the most beautiful girl in the world. Aww. Yeah, she really is. I mean, you, you how old to, is she? She's three. Aww. You have to see her. It's like, it will blow your mind. <laughs> um, it's literally like, you're just like, holy shit, you know, or at least I am. Um, <laughs> so but I'm sweet. biased, That's so uh, sweet. but it's true. It's the truth. It's uh, a fact. It's objective. It's in the encyclopedia. Yeah. Uh, any jury would agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to point out that the, <laughs> The subject of, in question. There's a lot of pop songs about her. I know. I know. I'm sure at some point she's going to be like, please <laughs> stop singing Sweet Caroline. You know, uh, I don't even know if they do that because I haven't spent a lot of time with them, but um, I will certainly do that the next time I see her. But so it was her birthday and I saw on Facebook that both she had had her birthday party and six minutes after the picture was taken, Charlie had broken his collarbone. Oh and, my God. Yeah, poor Charlie. Um, what is Charlie? <laughs> an alien that lives with them. Like, I don't know if it's a dog. No, your Charlie, is, Charlie is Caroline's older brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's sick. He's seven, seven. Shit. Uh, but what I'm saying is how do you organize it? So you always know when somebody's birthday is coming up. Like I have all their birthdays in my Google, not, not Google in my iCal, mm -hmm. but I don't look at that ever. 
can you set up a reminder for like three days before to Probably. have a, an alarm go can off? I? I think so. Yeah. And that way you could send them a card. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. I want to do an that. Assistant. I do. I need an assistant. I kind of have an assistant right now, by really? the way. That's how I know I've come up in the world. Yeah. Who's your assistant? He's a guy that works on the show. Ooh, it's a guy assistant. You're yeah. not doing that well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Get it? Because of sexism. Sure. No, I understand. <laughs> Uh, no, I'd love to have a female assistant, you know, um, but I need a real life. This guy's a writer's assistant. This, I need a, like a real, like a life assistant. Sure. Um, I'm somebody's assistant and I should not be (laughs) I'm like the least on top. But do you remind him of like birthdays and stuff? See, there you go. That's -hmm. what I need. I need somebody to do that for me. Folks, if you would like to apply for the job <laughs> of reminding you about it pays birthday. nothing. Mm-hmm. It is a an internship that gives you no college credit. And you'll probably most of the time the reaction will be, God damn it. <laughs> you won't be like, oh, thank you for the Jesus, reminder. When I hear what you say about me, I'm like, ugh, I'm the worst person ever. No. Um, surprisingly mellow. <laughs> There's no spears or traps or anything. <laughs> I look around his apartment. I don't feel like I'm about to get killed. <laughs> uh, I cannot win with you. <laughs> so I think I'll try to figure out that iCal thing maybe yeah. and see what I can do. It's so many, though. It's like 20 birthdays. When they're little, though, it almost doesn't matter. But you have to set up a pattern with yourself. Right. Because like a three-year-old doesn't well, But know. also what's fucked up is that some of them I remember and send stuff and then, and then others I don't yeah. remember. And if they ever compared like notes, they would be like, the well, he, does he like her more than he likes me? And the answer is yes. No, it's really not. <laughs> I don't like any of them. Except for Caroline. Oh, God. You should see her. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like you just look at her and you're like, an angel fell from heaven. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. This is The Long Shot. It is a podcast Please feel free to rate us on iTunes. Uh, judge us uh, on a <laughs> curve. <laughs> um, and uh, also donations would help because I actually have no idea how, where our financial status is at this point, but we can always use more money. Petering out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm exhausted. I haven't had any food. I had one cup of coffee. Eat something. I will. Um... Amber, any any last words? What's um, your Amber, if you could distill down a nugget to crystallize into a piece of oh, chalk. I have something. Yes. Um, and I, I've been talking about this, but I think it's worth repeating. Uh-huh. Like having this dance team and taking dance classes and having dance back in my life has has only positively affected all aspects of my life. So I would encourage people if there's something that makes you truly, truly, truly happy. Mm-hmm. Do it and do it as much as possible, whether it's in a professional capacity or an organized capacity or not. If you like singing, sing, sing all the time, sing in the shower, just sing, just make yourself happy. Sing, sing a song. But I mean, you that type of a thing you at least for me, I remember that I'm more in charge of my life and my happiness. Mm -hmm. It feels powerful. Oh, she is beautiful. That's a picture of Caroline that I'm showing Amber (laughs) six minutes before Charlie broke his collarbone. (laughs) By the way, she's holding an aluminum bat. So I don't know. Did she do it? I don't know. Oh, no. It says not from the bat. Um, Yeah. Do what you love, folks. The money will follow. 
<laughs> it hasn't so far for me. For me, it did. Hello. Can I borrow $25? Of course you can. 35 Sure. 65 Slow down. <laughs> I don't want any money. We'll, <clears throat> we'll talk later. Okay. See you next time. Bye-bye. See you next time. 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 See you next time.